Welcome to Prioritizing Yourself, the podcast. I'm Jen Parker. I'm an empowerment and mindset life coach, NLP practitioner, and qualified social worker. This podcast is to educate, inspire big-hearted women about the importance of prioritizing your self-care to improve your body, mind, and soul. Each week, we will talk all things that affect and influence big-hearted women. This podcast is proudly sponsored by my Action Takers membership, from taking you from feeling overwhelmed and giving away your power to learning all the tools to feel more in control and more inspired. Have a beautiful day. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to another episode of Prioritizing Yourself. So I wanted to talk about fear and just understanding about understanding your thoughts and feelings and how they can contribute to perceive, you know, uh, projecting that to the wider world. But it's also understanding that what someone else thinks and believes to be true becomes their belief that they no longer question. So our thoughts become our beliefs when we no longer question them. We, be, we make them, uh, we, we believe that they are true, right? They can be positive, negative, true or false. It doesn't matter. They become our belief system. And so in this current climate where there is so much um, debate around very polarizing topics such as um, uh, COVID-19, but there is also this fear that is always going to be around us. It's it's basically anything that is uncertain and unfamiliar. And what sometimes as human beings we do is we go into this, um, we go into our fight or flight response. We can catastrophize the event. We can future tell the event. And it can be incredibly unhelpful for us. And it can be very unhelpful also for our physical health. So I wanted to come just from that perspective of when you're noticing someone on social media and you will notice it. So understanding that people are posting what they believe to be true and just understanding that if you feel triggered by something, if it's true or false, and that's also to do with your map of the world, right, that that is their opinion, okay, because this isn't about, I'm not talking about like the context of what's happening with all of those things. It's coming from the perspective that everyone sees the world differently. So basically what we think and feel our perception of the world is then projected out. So the map is not the territory and perception is projection. It's one of the biggest things that I teach my clients so that they un- we, we need to understand that every person is so uniquely different. And so when we are in a mental state where we're feeling uh, quite overwhelmed, quite uncertain, we are projecting that out. And I've had lots of conversations with people and you can tell that the fear is just so predominant in their mindset. And people who don't have that, they don't bring up the continuing um, thought 
the loop of thoughts that keep perpetuating round and around. And this applies to so much in our life. It could be that you have a fear of money. You know, there's never enough money. And so you are projecting that out to the world, to the universe. And so you're getting those results back. But also, if you're a parent, you are modeling that behavior and you're modeling that fear. So it's not just to do with our verbal communication, it's to do with our nonverbal and how we act and respond to situations such as money, right? It's also understanding that we could have a fear about finding a partner. So when we say, I'm never going to find a partner or, you know, I'm not good enough and you know, unintentionally, we're projecting that out because we have a belief that we're not good enough and we're not worthy enough. And so that fear is projected out. And so we start seeing all of those outcomes as well. So it's just understanding that fear is something that is with us prior to all of this that is happening in the current world. It's been in the human and animal uh, history from day dot, right? We need some fear to uh, help us make decisions, but it's really unhelpful for us. Our reptilian part of our brain, which is our ego part of our brain, it wants to keep us safe and it protects us. So when we are doing things that feel scary or uncertain and you're making these big decisions and you don't know exactly what's involved but you have this big burning desire, your ego part of your brain will step in and say something to you. Oh, look, do you remember that time that you couldn't do this? So what it's doing is it's trying to find evidence from a time when you didn't do something. And it's going, it might have five instances, for example, but there's hundreds of other evidence in your memory bank of doing the complete opposite, of you achieving certain goals, of you doing all of these things, of you being worthy and successful. So it's just always understanding our brain distorts so much information. It generalizes so much information because we have to, our human brains have to process so much. So we can't possibly process and, you know, have every single thing that is coming to us. It would just, our brains would probably explode, you know. Um, So it's just understanding all of that. And when we are in a state of feeling overwhelmed and feeling in a state of quite uncertain, how those thoughts then perpetuate into how we feel. So then we're feeling anxious. So then that physical sensation is the behavioral outcome that we start noticing. We could notice that our blood pressure increases. We might notice that, you know, there's other physical sensations that you may notice as well. So it's really just understanding all of this is creating awareness because You know, I've heard so many people talk and when they're talking, 
it's like someone has fed them information because they haven't sort of detached and externalized from the situation because they it's become such a feeling based of the experience for them so I wanted to do a podcast about this I did uh I've been doing a lot of lives recently and really going into are you living by fear or are you living by your values and we would love in an ideal world that we are driven and motivated by what's important to us but the things that actually make us stand up and pay attention are usually the fear it's the fear you know and until it becomes so strong, that's usually when we go, oh, enough is enough. This pain that I'm experiencing is far worse than what I don't know because I can't handle it anymore. So this was definitely for me in terms of fear and how I felt in my current reality. So So this was definitely my narrative for so long that I couldn't see beyond my own reality of seeing what was possible. I just was stuck in catastrophizing and looking for evidence of where things may have um, given me reason of this belief or of this thought and it was not helpful. And if you really think about it, because sometimes we go, oh, well, this happened to provide me the evidence that I'm not good enough. I've got five examples or 10 examples or whatever it is. What about all the examples that you are enough, that you are confident, where you demonstrated that you walked into a room and were fully able to assert yourself and assert your boundaries. You were able to walk into that room and fully say, you know what, go away or whatever it is you know it may have been that you walked in and that you know uh, negative person who always says everything is wrong you're all you're able to sort of stand up and say you know what that's your opinion and then you walk away so times like that that's where it's writing down okay my brain is really struggling to actually remember the times that I was worthy or remember the times that I was good enough. So I need to go back and really connect to those times because when you're so stuck in a thought process, you believe there's no other way, but there is another way. So another way that can really support you in getting out of that mindset is actually providing you with some evidence. Okay. So If you have a belief that you're not good enough or you're not feeling confident enough, then what I want you to do is actually write down all the times that you felt enough, where you felt satisfied, where you felt happy, you felt content, you felt euphoric. I want you to write them down and they don't need to be chronicle in terms of like your ages. Sometimes what we need to do is just write one down and then something else comes and you're allowing that part of your brain to open up and really connect to 
where you store all this information, which is your subconscious programming. So that's what we want to do is we really want to get down to your subconscious programming, connect to that and start looking at this is the evidence of actually that belief is not true. How dare you, brain? (laughs) So that is a really helpful tool in terms of this is this is actually evidence where I have proven myself. Okay. If you are if you have a fear, for example, that you're wanting to generate, you know, very high incomes in your business and you're not there yet, always say, I'm not there yet. Okay. And it's looking at just when you did have income or when you did find that you were able to do something that you didn't think was possible, okay? So apply it to that context as well. So going back to fear, going back and really understanding how we approach our reality because the map is not the territory and perception is projection. It's the one thing that I really drum into all of my coaching clients because when we are experiencing high levels of overwhelm and high levels of anxiety, we can internalize a lot. So what that can actually mean is we can make assumptions about what another person is going through and detach to you know, we're, we're letting them dictate how we feel. So when we understand and just looking at it from a different lens that, of course, everyone sees the world differently. We know that on a rational conscious level, but we really need to keep unpacking what this actually means. So everyone has a different background. Everyone has a different set of what they believe to be true okay everyone has different values everyone has you know different experiences that have molded them which has influenced how they see their reality so if someone isn't understanding where your perspective it's because how they see the world they can't see your view also understanding that some people, no matter how much self-development you do, it's to do with them and we sometimes have to just accept that some people are quite happy making waves or they're quite happy just having a very fixed mindset of being almost the victim mentality. So sort of having to sort of look at it from that lens. So we all have a different perspective we all think and believe what we we all see the so we all think and feel what we believe to be true until someone says hey have you thought about this perspective and someone who is very open minded will hear another person's opinion and hear the evidence but you can sometimes hear that they're not providing evidence they're providing fear and I've noticed this so much and I didn't want to come and talk about like the context because the context is irrelevant it's to do with how we're approaching our 
conversations with ourselves and our thoughts, how we're talking to ourselves and how we're actually interacting with other people. So if we're already in a highly stressed state and we're surrounding ourselves in environments which is actually increasing that feeling, so this could be um, a lot, you know, mainstream mainstream news. They catastrophize a lot and it can make your anxiety feel overwhelmed because they know that people respond and stand up to that. So just understand that you have a choice that you don't have to... Um, you can still be informed, but you can choose where you're getting your information. And also, if you notice in your emotional and mental state that you are increasing even more sensations of that, then don't do something that is going to increase that. Okay. So it's understanding where you are in every moment. And if you are already feeling quite overwhelmed and already feeling quite anxious and worried and then different environments and different people who you know are going to increase that feeling you need to separate yourself from that until you can look after you so some strategies can be things like your self-care your ability to look after your body mind and soul so you know you might go well I'm choosing to just move my body right now might be just doing some sort of silly crazy dance doing something like that changing your state it might be that you just go and lie down and you just take you know you do a little meditation or you might just do some mindful coloring in Or it could be connecting to the soul of, you know, going out in nature. You know, it might be where you feel more connected to your higher self. Having a bath, you know, whatever it is. It's doing those things when you're experiencing those, that emotional state because it can just build and build. It's sort of like a tiny... It's like mold. Mold starts small and then it can spread if we're not um, doing all the right things, right? If the environment is not is going to be supporting the mold, it's going to grow. So we want to make sure that we're providing an environment that fear has no. We we still have it in our life, but it's not going to grow. Okay. So I hope you found this episode helpful in terms of how you're perceiving fear and looking at it from a different lens. So if you found this super helpful, I would love you to share this on your socials and tag me at Real Vision Life Coaching. I'm I'm on Instagram and you can also find me at www.realvisionlifecoaching. Have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Prioritizing Yourself. Please subscribe to my podcast so you can hear the latest episodes. And if you would like to learn more about me, visit my website, www.realvisionlifecoaching.com.au. Bye for now.